Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th, so you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait. This offer ends on May 31st. another episode of Pretty Okay Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Welker. And I am Taylor Holman. And we just spent a good four minutes talking about the amount of penis in the Jackass movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure people were not expecting that. (laughs) I know. And that's why why they come here. Because it's the unexpected that gets always you. the unexpected yes sorry guys i watched the jackass movie last night and i was telling sam that um i was not briefed on how much penis i was going to be looking at <laughs> i hate when i'm not briefed on how much penis i'm gonna be looking at i really do <laughs> so just in case any of you um are millennials or older and even know what jackass is <laughs> and are considering watching the new movie you have officially been forewarned yep and that's if you don't get anything else out of this podcast today you got that (laughs) top takeaways a lot of dick in the jackass movie a lot so much dick all right so sorry mom uh (laughs) one we today are going to be talking about one of my favorite topics which is vanity numbers more so the title of the episode is why vanity numbers are bullshit so spoiler alert vanity numbers are bullshit we're not gonna talk about why vanity numbers are good we're gonna talk about why they're bullshit why they're bullshit i'm curious where on the hierarchy of things that we hate do vanity numbers sit in relation to influencers? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like my level of disdain for influencers has only increased over the past month because I have temporarily taken over that element until we hire someone new. And I forgot how terrible influencers are, (laughs) especially the amount of like wannabe influencers out there. (laughs) Yes. I mean, you sent me a few screenshots of things that you've received. And I also saw some things that a mutual friend of ours received from an influencer. Yes. I know exactly Mm. who you're talking about. Mm. Mm. Yes. Trying to, um, to get completely free services for the wedding. For her wedding? Is that the one you're talking about? Yes. Yes. Hey, I'm an influencer with 13,000 followers. 
My God. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I think it would be pretty hard to top my disdain of influencers, to be honest. Um, but vanity numbers are definitely up there because I think they like, they just create so much unnecessary stress in a business owner's life. Um, and then they also, in my personal experience, create a lot of unnecessary stress in your business relationships when one of you really cares about the vanity numbers and one of you doesn't That's give it. two shits. Yeah. I'll give you a guess which one I was in that relationship. <laughs> but, you know, yep. it's, that, well, that's what it is. You know, I feel like influencers – the shitty ones, the really, which is like your average one. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the selling majority, the vast majority. They're selling you on the, their vanity numbers. Yeah. Well, right? yeah, that's all they have. Full circle moment. Yeah. Right. So because at the end of the day, they're all creating the same content. Let's just say it. You can only see so many beige homes and <laughs> it's all about whose numbers are higher. Yeah. Wow. I sound bitter today about this. I feel like I'm on an extra bitter train, but I mean, I I did do some light thinking about what we might talk about in this episode over the weekend. And I quote in my email said, I feel like this is more of a free ball episode, which in our world always translates into crotchety old women who are gonna complain about something. It's so true. It's so very true. Okay, but really we want to make this valuable to everybody who is taking the time to listen to it. So let's get into it. Yep. Let's talk first about what vanity numbers are. When we're talking about vanity numbers for our listeners out there, Taylor, what are we talking about? Yes. So, you know, the internet has its opinion about what vanity numbers are, and then Samantha and I for sure have our own opinions, but... From where I sit, the vanity numbers are the ones that are not related to any form of conversion, Mm. right? So in the world of Instagram and social media, this would look like how many followers do you have? How many likes did a post get? How many people commented? Like, who gives a shit? Because none of those things actually translate into dollars in your pocket, right? So I remember years ago I was at some small creative industry conference and the speaker was talking about, she, she actually had us play like a little game and she had this list of follower counts. Some of like, you know, 2,000 followers, 60,000 followers, 10,000 followers. She had a list of that. And then next to it, she had a list of like revenue numbers for a business, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. Ranging from really small revenue numbers to really like, you know, very healthy six-figure numbers. And she asked us to guess which follower count correlated to which revenue number. Interesting. Right? And that was, I think, one of the best ways that I've ever seen someone really kind of like make the – the bullshittiness of vanity numbers real because it doesn't matter how many followers you have. Like you can have a hundred followers on social media and have a six figure business. So, you know, vanity numbers don't translate into dollars. It's my plain English way of explaining things. Yes. And I think that that is the best way you could explain it. I mean, 
I think because of the way that like Instagram especially came about, you know, and the way that the platform developed at one point, it was very important to people, their follower count, the amount of likes they were getting on a post, the amount of comments they're getting on a post. Now it's like, well, your follower count doesn't matter. Let's just be real. It doesn't matter. Your the only reason likes and comments matter is because apparently it fucks with, you know, the engagement and getting people to actually see your content. But, you know, yeah, you can have thousands and thousands of likes on a post, but if nobody clicks through to your website, what is the point? Other than like, ooh, pat on my back, everybody likes me, yay. Like, congratulations, That you can't take that to the bank, friends. <laughs> Correct. Cannot feed yourself off of how many likes you got on, on the gram. So, I mean, to kind of help everyone understand where the, the line really is, is, you know, where is your, what is your conversion and where is that happening? And for most people, they are not monetizing their social media content, which means they're not making money off of it. Mm-hmm. So if you're not making money off of social media, then your conversions are really centered around driving people to wherever it is you are making money, which is likely your website or your online shop. Right. So those are the numbers that actually even – pertaining to you know your social media accounts those are the numbers that you should give a shit about because that's what social media is it's like a top of funnel marketing tactic that Mm -hmm. is meant to drive people to where they actually convert into paying customers i'm nodding very hard at everything you're saying yes yes yeah exactly it's that top of funnel It's where you get them in the door, right? You get them aware of your brand, who you are. It's not going to be the end-all, be-all of your business. And I think that's hard for people to understand because I think a lot of businesses were built on Instagram, Mm -hmm. right? I think, like, I mean, I know Solly Baby was built on Instagram. It's just one of those things where, like, would this business have been as successful had it not been for a social media platform? No, probably not. But, like, that's what... Instagram is good for, right? It's good for that awareness and getting people in on that top of funnel. But should you make your decisions based on how many followers you have or how many likes your post got? No, you really, really should not. No, because it's really just like this. The vanity numbers are really they they tap into this like primal need for all of us to feel seen and validated mm-hmm. and be a part of something, right? And so, yeah, emotionally, it can be crushing when you feel like you put out this great piece of content and no one fucking sees it. <laughs> You're yeah. like, oh. But, you know, that's just an emotional problem that we all need to learn how to overcome and not be so, like, seriously, like, addicted to, right? We're yeah. all addicted to this immediate feedback and instant gratification and validation of our fucking existence that's tied to these stupid meaningless numbers. Yeah, let's let's actually dig into that for a second because you're absolutely right. Like the whole vanity numbers thing, the reason why they're even an issue is because of like human ego, right? Mm-hmm. We 
want to feel good about ourselves. We want to feel like people care, that people like what we're doing. We want that validation. At the end of the day, that's what it is. It's validation for our own ego. And we could get into like a whole spiel about the psychology behind that. And like as a business owner, what you should care about instead, what you should be focusing on instead. But also like, you guys... You need to have enough confidence in yourself to not give a shit how many likes your post got. That's all that is to it. And now there's that update on Instagram where you can just hide it. Mm -hmm. Like I hit it. I hide it for me. I hide it so I can't see anybody else's either because I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) I need to do that. I definitely have days where if. I have too much time on my hands. <laughs> I'm definitely constantly clicking into, you know, whatever content got pushed out that day. I yeah. need to do that. I just need to turn it off. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's very freeing. Highly suggest it. I mean, you know, for my personal, I, I ended up going private anyways, so it doesn't really matter. I have no more analytics. But even still, like, you post something and then you just let it go. Mm-hmm. You, you, I'm I'm not checking to see how many people engaged on it because it doesn't matter. And there's not that like, oh boy, I better make sure this post is doing okay because people are going to see how many likes it got. Like, no, no one's going to see. It doesn't matter. Yep. And, you know, I know that obviously if you're someone who's like an influencer or whatnot, you're probably not listening to this podcast because we talk <laughs> totally. so much about you. But like <laughs> – on the off chance you are, uh, I understand where it's a little different, right? Because sometimes the vanity numbers matter for certain people. And it's funny because I – so I get so many inbound requests from influencers, right, wanting free product or wanting to, like, do a paid partnership with Solly, which we don't do. We don't do paid partnerships. But – um. I use this, I can't remember if I've mentioned it or not, this tool from this platform called Grin. Oh, I don't think you have. It's like a fake follower um, calculator. Oh. And so basically you just plug in their like URL and it tells you their audience credibility rate and then also their engagement rate. And it's amazing how many accounts are bullshit. Holy shit bot followers, you know, or whatnot. So yes, they might have like 40,000 followers, but their like audience credibility rate is 60% or something like that. Or their engagement rate is like 0.08, which is garbage. (laughs) So it's like, it's you digging into it a little bit, you know, is something I don't think a lot of people do when it comes to those numbers. They're like, oh, look at so-and-so's got a hundred thousand followers. We should work with her. We should gift her. We should do this. But then, you know, Joe Schmo over here might have 7,000 followers, but they have a friggin' 13% in, like engagement rate. Mm-hmm. You're going to get way more bang for your buck that way than yep. you would working with someone who has a higher follower count. Yep. So, like, as a business owner, those vanity numbers should not have to play into the consideration for your marketing tactics. Like, if influencer marketing is a big part of what you do or a big part of how you're planning to grow your brand, engagement rate is your number to be looking at, not the vanity numbers like follower count. 
and likes, right? You want real live people who trust this person that you're potentially going to work with. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I'll link to that calculator in the show notes because I use it all day long. Yeah, that's so interesting. I mean, now that now that you know, we all don't have to chase that stupid fucking coveted K. Remember yeah. that? God damn. Wish you guys could see my eye roll. <laughs> um, now that we don't have to chase that in order to be able to share links and in Instagram stories, right? Like that was really one of the moments where having more or more than 10,000 followers stopped being so cool. Big right? time. Yep. Because now, like Sam said, you can have 7,000 followers. You could have fucking 1,000 followers or fewer. But now that you have the ability to share a link to a product, like really all you should care about when exploring partnerships is money. Money. How many, how many products did you actually sell? Not how many Russian bots mm-hmm. follow you on Instagram. Yeah. And you know, like if you want to pay an influencer who has a hundred thousand followers to do something, it's going to cost you a hell of a lot more than paying someone with less than 10,000. Mm-hmm. But you'll probably get more return for it. Yeah. I say this as someone who worked for an influencer brand with over 500,000 followers, right? You charge more because of your follower count. Is it a great return on investment? Not usually. Especially because like a lot of people, there's very few new accounts that will amass that amount of followers. You know what I mean? Yep. A lot of people who have a ton of followers got them in the early days of mm-hmm. Instagram, which means that a lot of those accounts are inactive, you know, people aren't engaged anymore. Like it's just, it's just not, it's not important because it's no. not a real representation of how people view your brand. Yep. Yep. That's all. <laughs> End scene. Done. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean... Back to the ego thing, I definitely, you know, I'm a human. Yeah. I have days where I'm stupidly obsessed with, like, how much Instagram decided to let my content out for the day, right? Because we do, you know, we all are investing real time and sometimes money into creating our marketing content. So, like, having emotions of wanting to make sure that it's doing well are fair. They are yes. like yeah. we're not discounting or telling you that you should not have those emotions. But hinging everything off of these follower counts, likes and comments, that's where we want you to draw the line. Yeah. Well, and I don't think it's unreasonable to, you know, be caught up in how your content is doing because the reach is so fucked right now, you know, <laughs> just getting your posts in front of eyeballs is hard enough. And if you use your, if you use social media to market your business and you're struggling with reach, like that's frustrating and that's understandable. I think a lot of us are there right now. Yep. And so that's, that's totally different in my mind than being like, oh my God, I lost 
I dipped below my my thousand count on my follower list, right? I went from seventy nine thousand to seventy eight. Yeah, like, that's stupid. Yeah, it's super stupid. So, um, I had a thought, and it totally just poofed <laughs> out poofed. the brain. It poofed. I God hate damn it. Poofs. God, seriously, fuck. Um, it'll come to me at some point. Okay, you know, okay. I'll be always. here. As always. Um, oh, here's it. It's come back. It's come back. It's coming back already. Okay, um, excellent. I I think that the only people that aren't struggling with reach right now, and this is my um, unscientific just opinion about what I'm seeing. I think the only people that aren't struggling with it right now are the ones who got on the reels train early. Yeah. I think everybody else is on the struggle bus. And that's why everybody's jumping on the reels train because they yep. see what's happening, right? With Oh, we're all too late. Too late. We're all too late. Might as well not try. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying <laughs> a little bit. I'm not trying obsessively. But, you know, another good real world example is last week. Maybe two weeks ago, I put out a reel for Sourced that by far was our best performing by vanity metric standards. Ooh. But guess how many dollars it made us? <gasps> Less than zero. Less than zero. Less than zero dollars. Correct. <laughs> right? Okay, so, but what was it? Um, it was the three flat lay mistakes. Oh, because people love that shit. They love I the know. mistakes. I know. It was clickbaity. I did it. Sorry, guys. No, I, I love it. it. I did it. But, you know, it like I said, it made us no money. Um, the next post also had – or the next reel also had more impressions – than our previously like top ranking reel had. And again, no conversions off of it. Mm-hmm. So I think that what I'm doing to really take a deep breath and let go of a lot of these things is to just really accept that Instagram is a brand marketing channel for me. Yes. Right? Yeah. It is where I'm going to build my brand. It's where I'm going to get people to like me, what I do, the products I'm trying to sling. But that's not where money – I have zero expectation of that being the space that money is actually made. Yeah, and I think that that's very true for a lot of people. And it goes back to that top of funnel thing, you know, where it's really crucial for getting people in the door. But is that necessarily going to be where all of your conversions come from? Maybe not. You know, it depends on what you sell. It depends on what you do. Um, I think maybe like more strictly product-based businesses obviously have a little bit more of an upper hand in that regard. But that being said, like it, it's a, it's just a different game for everybody. Like the rules yeah. are not the same for everyone. It's interesting because – And again, I don't know if I've mentioned this before because my brain is like mashed potatoes at the moment, but I, you know, I hate to say this. I've been digging into TikTok. (laughs) Strictly, 
for work purposes, right? Strict, like I don't have a personal one. I strictly log into the work one. And because we get inbound influencers saying, hey, I'm so-and-so, I've got 435,000 followers on TikTok. And so I look at their account and they do, they've got 35,000 followers or 435,000 followers on TikTok. And they also link their Instagram and then their Instagram has like 7,000. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. It is the weirdest disconnect because it's just like, okay, these are two very different platforms with two very different audiences because how is this person garnering almost half a million followers, but then on Instagram, they're not. TikTok is a newer platform, right? It's a lot easier to amass followers on a newer platform. That's why on Instagram, if you're obsessed with that number, you have to keep that in mind and keep that in consideration, right? It is so much harder to gain a large following on Instagram than it was eight years ago. Yep. So yep. just a thought I had. TikTok's yeah, so stupid. It's so stupid. But it, it goes back to the you have to jump on the train early. Yep. Whether that was jumping on Instagram early, jumping on Instagram reels early, jumping on TikTok early, that is the key. And most of us, myself included, I'm a fucking skeptic. Yeah. <laughs> I am I'm a skeptic. I am not an early adopter. I know that about myself. Same. And so if I, I guess, was a nicer person who trusted people more. <laughs> well, we probably wouldn't be as good of friends. It's fine. Totally. Totally. Uh, but, you know, maybe if I would, for sure, if I was less skeptical, I'd probably be, I'd probably have more followers. I'd probably blah, 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 blah. But, like, that's that's the other reality that we all just need to accept is that if we didn't, jump on the train immediately we are not going to see the fruits of that that we you know see other people getting yeah sorry if you heard that ding (laughs) apparently brett's going to (laughs) damn it (laughs) shut up brett shut up brett oh you guys cool i'm gonna tell him coolio and you know this is why this is why you guys tune tune in (laughs) you want the you want the real podcasting experience um but so yes we're not all early adopters we're not all going to get to a space where these vanity metrics become attractive to other people right like so it's fine And you know what? It's too late, right, to go back (laughs) and early adopt these platforms. So you do what you can on them to make it work for you and for your brand. And so with that, I think we should talk a little bit about like what, you know, we've we've shit on vanity numbers as much as I think we can. Yep. What should you be tracking? What should you be paying attention to? Obviously, we talked a little bit already about you know, engagement rate. That's something that matters. If you're looking to work with influencers or looking to work with people on social platforms, but like from a brand perspective, what kind of numbers are you looking at? So for sourced, I track, I do track our follower count. Mm-hmm. Um, I track our reach and impressions. 
And I think that's it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. I mean, I go through and I spot check um, insights on specific posts. Yeah. When I'm going to plan the next month's content, because that helps me understand what content is performing the best, right? And because I'm using social media as a brand marketing channel, right? Um, like, you know, the engagement rate to me is not super duper fucking important. I'm just trying to make sure that I'm creating content in the direction that people are telling me and giving me like feedback that this is what we want to see. Right. So, um, so that's why I don't track engagement rates. But if you are someone who's using social media as a different type of marketing channel where you're actually trying to get people to buy product, then you should be tracking your overall engagement rate. And then I also think it's good to note which, like if you have an Excel sheet or a Google sheet or whatever, I would have a spot for you to put the link to like the top performing post um, so that over time you can kind of go back and spot check and see what's what's doing the most work for you. Yeah. And I feel like I should clarify, like I track all of the numbers, right? Like I track all of the vanity metrics, follower count, we track likes, comments, we track all of that. But I don't get hung up on them as mm-hmm. what they mean to the success of our business, right? So track away, right? Like it's always good to have your eye on what's happening. Have your thumb on the pulse. Is that the, fing- the finger <laughs> thing? Um, finger on the pulse. Or if you are a fan of Jordan Klepper, you want to finger the pulse, right? Wow. <laughs> definitely an R-rated episode with all the talks of penises. Oh, yeah. and I did forget that we started off talking about penis. Good thing for that explicit rating, man. Damn. <laughs> Earmuffs. Earmuffs, kids. Don't. Yes. All you children who are listening, please, please turn the podcast off. <laughs> there is absolutely nothing wrong with knowing the trends of how your content is performing. You should know how your content is performing. What you shouldn't do is make business decisions based off of how many people liked your post. Yes. Yep. That's all. Or off of how many followers somebody else has. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I just don't care. No. I wish I could care, but I don't care. No. Shouldn't care. Nobody cares anymore. Those are the people with the biggest egos. What? The people who really, sorry, you know, I, I'm just like constantly offending people, um, but I'm not really that sorry. Uh, the people who are most obsessed with their follower counts are the ones with the biggest egos, but I also think they're the ones with the most fragile egos. I was going to say, I feel like the ones who are the most obsessed are the ones who are like the most self-conscious, like they yes. have the worst self-esteem because they care. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's the same thing, like, people who have to have everything curated and, like, every – they have to look beautiful in every picture or video, like, because they have to present present this persona that is bullshit in line with their vanity numbers. 
it goes back to the ego, guys. You need to feel better about yourselves. Yes. Because if Instagram ends tomorrow, what's going to happen, right? Like, your world will go on. Yep. (laughs) I promise. Yep. But I digress, per usual. I mean, that's kind of our thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. I guess we'll wrap it up with my baby screaming in the background because that's cool. But the moral of the story today is what, Taylor? Vanity numbers are bullshit. Bullshit. And if you've listened to this episode and you still don't believe that vanity numbers are bullshit and you still care, it's time for a therapist. Yeah. Because there's some inner work that needs to happen. Yep. Some numbers matter. Certain numbers don't. Your numbers don't define your worth. What kind of other, like, things can I print on a t-shirt here? (laughs) Yeah. You get it. We all get it. Numbers are important, but they don't define us. They don't. It's like age is just a number. You are not the number on the scale. What are all the sayings? There's a bunch of them, right? Yep. Vanity numbers are bullshit. Add it to the lineup. that actually would be good merch we really someday need to like at least have like a sticker line i like stickers i love stickers i do too guys tell us if you like stickers i have a dolly sticker that i just like keep right here nice in front of me (laughs) she's real cute she's not stuck to anything but she's there yep yep i definitely have my own little collection of stickers that i have not stuck to anything so I don't actually like to stick stickers to things. Mm. I just like to collect stickers. (laughs) Anyways, I don't know how these episodes get to be over an hour. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to wrap it up here today. Um, We'll have some show notes on prettyokpodcast.com. I'll put a link to that fake follower calculator. Check that out. It's pretty funny. It's not funny. I shouldn't say it's funny. It's pretty eye-opening, right? I'm going to do it on myself. I'm, like, curious. Oh, yeah, you should. I have never done it on you. I should try. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't control my private accounts. I've tried it on myself. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll put <laughs> all those links. You know, we'll put a breakdown again, what you should be tracking versus what's bullshit. Um, and then other than that, we'll be back in a couple weeks with a new episode. Feel free to leave us a rating and review if you loved what we're doing. If you agree that vanity numbers are bullshit, go write about it. Tell us what you think. Yeah. And find us on Instagram at prettyokpodcast.com. You won't be impressed by our numbers, but we don't care. But we don't give a shit. (laughs) All right, friends. Have a wonderful week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.